Hello, nerds, and welcome to 30 and Nerdy Podcast. This is your host, the Rev of Rants himself, and I promise I'll keep the ranting at a bare minimum because we're here in celebration. Celebration of this past year with 30 and Nerdy. Celebration of the new year. Happy New Year, nerds. And here today, we're going to go dive in our archives and pick out the best moments from 2019 30 and Nerdy. We're also going to let you know what the fan favorite voted moment was of this year and we'll have that at the end of the episode. And here first, we're going to go with some favorite bro moments from the 30 and Nerdy guys. And we just want to say we appreciate all the love and support that you've given us this past year. I'm so happy that the the boys included me in this as well. So thank you for putting up with me for another episode. And here are some of the favorite bro moments of 2019. Hope you enjoy. So, Brother Davis, how are you, man? I'm good, man. You know, I... I was just thinking today, I got a lot of great things going on in my life, mm-hmm. like some cool career opportunities presented themselves mm. recently, and I took them, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of making a change in my career, um, I'm excited about that. Um, we just got this new little puppy, little Jack, and I've been waiting for a long time for a dog, and I got one, and right now it's like... <sighs> Almost like a newborn, except maybe worse. No, probably not worse, but close, because this little guy is a mess. But I'm so happy that we finally have a dog, and he gets to grow up with Emma and everything. And I'm doing this cool podcast with my best friend in the world. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, I just don't think I could be doing this with anybody else. Well, I agree, man. And you know what? I just wanted to also let you know that I thought... I should say something nice and sentimental <laughs> before I destroy you in nerd court. And just like that, the moment is gone. Oh, I got you so good that way. But the point is, you were you were a fish out of water. It was a stressful night for me. But yeah. at the same time, it was a great night, and I felt very special and cool. very honored. Um, but, uh, well, you Nick, are special, bud. You're special to all you know of us. What? special too thank you you didn't have to say that but you did so next week so this is he's a he okay sorry. i had to just do it one he's more time he's got one button that cues the theme logan <laughs> he pushes a it's a dangerous thing <laughs> he gets a button and it cues the avengers theme it's gonna be in this pod 72 22 times <laughs> for every marvel even movie. a rat can push a button even a rat can wow. push a <laughs> he might. You might not be the heel, Josh. On it that note, I think that uh, we should hang up with Logan. Absolutely. So we can, hey, we so, know you've got two kids. Your Papa Roach now. Uh, appreciate the uh, the future. Appreciate it. Hopefully, yeah. I can do a lot more with it. I think our ratings yeah. will probably go down after this. Uh, probably. So. We're gonna we lose before, followers uh, immediately. After, like the third or fourth episode, I'm kind of you know just growing people. So they're like, you know, where's that? Where's Logan Roach? Like, oh gosh, I got Logan. I'm unfollowing this page. Okay, well. Listen, dude, we love you. We miss you. you. We'll see you soon. Good luck with the the podcast. Love it. And uh, I'll definitely uh, have to listen to this one. Absolutely. um, Are we doing spoiler alerts now? Yeah, Yeah, you're way past that. Yeah, we we already alerted him.
All right. All right, guys. Love All you, right. folks. See you, Love brother. You. Bye-bye. And there's our friend, the notorious Logan Roach. I'm sure he'll be back around sometime. I'm about to take it real. Divorce. Yeah. Um, That's right. During Rock of Ages, yeah. I was going through a divorce. Um, a divorce I didn't want. Um, kind of, you know, pulls the rug out from you mm-hmm. in life. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get too sappy, but somebody was there to pick me up, mm-hmm. and he's sitting across from me. Yeah. Not just emotionally, but physically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but in all honesty, not just without my support system, but without theater, I truly, truly can say, you know, I don't want to get too dark with this, but without theater, I would not have survived, you know, mm-hmm. I would not have a, had a full place to escape, basically, so, um, that was probably the biggest challenge that I've ever had to overcome through theater is, is divorce. Hold on. Speak of the devil. Logan is calling in right now. Oh, no. Oh, we got we got to talk to him. We got to... Hello? Hello, amigos. Logan. Logan, you're on the pod. Ah, the pod. Is this uh, the podcast I've been hearing about? The uh, 30 and Nerdy? Yeah, 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 it is. I hope you've heard about it because you're on it. (laughs) We were just telling... Obviously, that's how I got in. (laughs) We were just telling the story about me being sick on our Avengers date. Yeah, yeah, we... uh, How's it going? Sit back, kids. We have a story to tell. See, what I thought, (laughs) you were mad at how they treated the Hulk. And then that's why you threw up. That's what I thought. Oh, no. But you were just just sick, though. I I think your face was what made me throw up. Oh, no. Ah. That's true. (laughs) Too much pretty can make people throw up. Bazinga. He's he's always... A zinger every time. For me, this time of year is about friends, it's about family, and it's about making those bro moments. And here at 30 and Nerdy, we've had a bunch of cool bro moments over the past year. And that last clip, my boy Josh, he was not feeling good at all. We went to Chattanooga for the premiere of Endgame, and he was just not feeling like nerding out. And he pushed through anyway. But you know, when my boy doesn't partake in the pregame cherry soda, it's bad. But moving right along, we're going to take a look at some of the best memories from the nerdy boys' childhood and have some visits from our little nerdlings themselves. I hope you enjoy. So, I want to know is what are you going to do if one day Emma gets a little older and unboxes, accidentally unboxes a a very important pop? Um, I've already (laughs) thought about this, actually. Because I'm actually that concerned about it. <laughs> well, if you've seen the Lego movie, spoiler, in the end, the dad is like the real life version of the villain from mm-hmm. the Lego land. And he, you know, he has all these cool Legos, but he doesn't let his kid play with them. So he's the villain in the story the kid makes up. I don't want to be the villain. I don't want to be Lord Business. I don't want to be Will Ferrell in the Lego movie. So if Emma unboxes. Emma, if you're listening, please don't unbox Daddy's Pops. But if you do, 
I'll forgive you and we'll play with the pop together. And maybe I can still get like half of the value. Half the value. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're that worried you have a plan. Yeah. But it started with Darkwing Duck. Um, I actually had the costume for Darkwing Duck and I was him a couple times for Halloween when I was a kid. And I had toys of Darkwing Duck and I had every VHS episode of Darkwing Duck. My mom dressed me as a tree for Halloween. (laughs) That's a true story, by the way. I've seen the picture. A tree? A tree. You got to be Darkwing Duck. I was a tree. Thanks, Mom. We did Halloween big at my house. I mean, it it was an epic holiday. What some people today do Christmas, we did Halloween. I mean, our outside decorations, the costumes we do... I mean, it was, uh, I, I, we did great. And I don't want to make you jealous. Um, but it, it, it was great. Um, so. I was a tree. You were a tree. <laughs> What's your next question? Josh was a tree. Not that we're not passionate about what we talk about, but, you know, it's Halloween coming up. I mean, Halloween is just days away. Hey, happy My Halloween. favorite holiday. Me too. Same of All time. And the best news is, this year, my mother isn't going to dress me up as a tree. Well, go back to episode one of yes. 30 and 30. Which we've got to get that picture. I'm looking, man. We've it's... got to find this picture because I want to show I want to show our listeners how cool I used to dress up and how fun you used to dress up. Thanks, Mom. But listen, I know you were a tree, but your bite was worse than your bark. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a long I, show. I, I have no kids, and I tell the best dad joke wow. ever. So we have a special guest on the oh show. Boy. Surprise from Cash. Hey, buddy. Cash, say, do you want to say hello? Say hey. Say hey in here. Say hey. Say hey. Say it in here. Yes. <laughs> so we want to get we want to get Cash's opinion on pops. Oh man. So here we have a panda team leader that I'm trying to custom. Panda team leader. That is from Fortnite. Okay. What is this? Do you know what this is? A werewolf. A werewolf? No, this is a panda bear. (laughs) A panda bear? Yeah, a panda bear. Should we open it? Oh no, Uncle Josh. Yeah, that's okay. It's Fortnite. I don't care. (laughs) Wow, what do you see there? What is it? Is that a fun toy? Oh, no, he's like you. Okay. So Cash passes the test. Cash is trying to put the toy back in the box because he knows that it loses its value exponentially. When you take... Oh, no. He took it right back out. What are you doing, Dad? Man. You ruined it. Say it's a bear. Yeah, I have it, but I don't don't use it that much. Yeah. Uh, But Daniel Tiger is on there. I know that. And my daughter loves Daniel Tiger, so we use it for that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Dan- I totally know. You don't know Daniel Tiger? Um, oh, man. Daniel Tiger is a PBS thing. Okay. And he is based on Mr. Rogers stuff. Really? Yeah, like he lives in the the make-believe land. And that Rogers created? Yeah. And like wow. the Prince, the King Friday, and yeah, all yeah. them are there. Oh, yes. Yeah, and like the 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 setting is... Like the Remember the clock... House yeah, yeah. that the cat lived in or whatever yeah. that's in there. The wow. castle and everything. The little trolley drives around, and the lessons in each show. 
are straight from the Mr. Rogers lessons. Like the songs and the poems that he did, they'll say the same thing. And there's always one lesson that they try to teach. Like, wow. Count to four when you're mad and your parents will come back when they leave for the day and things like that. Four. Yeah. It takes me 20 sometimes. The greatest thing of all, Emma has a new favorite word. My daughter, she has a favorite new word. What is it? Poop. (laughs) Poop. And it's it's not like, hey, Dad, I I, I pooped. She just just likes the word poop. (laughs) Poop. Poop. So... Doesn't look good for Pete here. And, and then, of then course... He drops the bomb. <sighs> Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. And he's standing there, and there's all these people. And his new girlfriend, Mary Jane. They're yeah. all standing there looking at him. And it reminded me of, like, a fart in church. Like, everybody... Have you ever... Have you ever... Have you... <laughs> have you ever been, like, in a room, and you do that, and it's obvious that it's you... And everybody just turns and looks at you. That happened to me in third grade one time. And I was like, I was in the back of the room and everybody turned and looked at me. And I was like, it wasn't me. It was totally me. It was like that. It's like, what's he going to do? No, no, not true. That's not me. You know, nerds, memories make our stories great. And we've had a lot of good memories here at 30 and Nerdy. And all those nerdlings, the little surprise appearances, hopefully we'll have a lot more of those in 2020. you got to tune in to see. So moving right along again, we've got some stories from the guys. We uh, here at 30 and Nerdy, we rub elbows with some pretty special guys. Maybe uh, you remember back in the archives, we got Sir Ian McKellen. We've got a little Harrison Ford. I don't know if you heard these stories, but if not, Check these out right here from our boys. Have we ever told you the story of uh, when Josh got pissed off on Corey? No, we better. <laughs> <laughs> so, the story that, that, and it's kind of prefaced with, I personally um, <laughs> have had dinner with Harrison a few times. He's, he comes to my family. Hey, hey, hey. His, his in-laws. Calypso's family yeah. are on the more Conchita territory. Yeah. So, if they have an opportunity for a special occasion space, they come in. Uh-huh. Well, one year, um, we were doing the show High School Musical 2. Uh-huh. And I played Chad, and he played Mr. Fulton. And we got <laughs> to do... Right? <laughs> he sold the, the show. He was, different he, right there. Yeah. Uh, um, so... Um, Said that I'm playing the high school you and were he older. played the adult. No, oh, okay. By the way, but sorry, sorry, Corey. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad somebody. He's been talking about it for a long time about how so, I'm not 30. <laughs> I know. I'm glad that Those guy. Those days are gone. I'm glad that guy gets done. <laughs> so we get to it's it's the 75th gala for the TV show. Okay. And the. The director of High School Musical 2, Randy Green, comes up to us and says, Hey guys, um, each show is getting to perform something from this past season. And we're going to do Bet On It. And the guest of honor is Calypso Flatbelt and Harrison Ford. No, 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 that's not true. He just said, when we practiced, he said, Y'all need to make sure this is really good because this thing could be, like, really serious tonight. And I don't want to say anything more than that. And I went, da 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 And he went, uh, yeah. So I 
promptly went to Walmart and found a Han Solo toy and some Sharpies. Oh, no. I can and, see where this is and going. I chose to have him sign my Kingdom of the Christmas Soldier music to at least up the value a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was a different time, though, wasn't it? That wasn't the same night. Oh, it's been that night. What? Yeah, I, I just walked up to him in a hallway there and said... Oh, okay. Well, my story is no, different. Yours is in what? public. This makes no sense. I would know. Okay. No, so we're doing our thing, and like, you know, my character was kind of the goofy one or whatever, and I had some line, and I heard him laugh. Like, we were on the stage, and I heard him like, <laughs> I was like, yes, I made home solo laugh. Yes. <laughs> so it's all said and done, and we're in the back, and Harrison comes back there, and he actually approached me. He came up to me and he held out his hand and I can't remember what he said and I shook his hand and I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm freaking out and I was like, oh, Mr. Ford, I'm a big fan. Would you mind signing this this toy? And he had been so friendly up until this point and he looks at it and he kind of looks at me up and down and he goes, yeah, sure. And he signs it, he hands it back to me and he walks away without a word. Man, oh. Harrison Ford's a great guy until you ask for his autograph. He, Man. I've heard he He's hates fine. to be known as a Han Solo. He, ha- he hates. Well, he wanted to kill Han. He wanted Han he to wanted die Han in, dead Jedi. in in No, he wanted no, Han to in Empire and Empire. Jedi. And then Force Awakens, he finally got his wish. Yeah, because they said, we're, go- we're, gonna- we're bringing it back. We're going to do Force Awakens. And I'll do said, one. I'll do one. He said, kill me. Yeah, when I they bring in that die. Disney money, he's like, yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah, as long kill as Kill me, I'm out. Give me the Obi Wan belt. Which makes me sound when it makes it sound like a Boba Fett. I'm done. When do I get paid? <laughs> I'm done. So and yeah, I mean that that was a. I'm sorry we had never said that. You know, being a big Star Wars fan, we never told the Han Solo story. Yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, well, it's sure. okay. He won't remember me. So the next time I act like I don't know who he is, like Ashley did, I'll be like, Who's Harrison? this guy? Is that a family name? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the guy that crashed your plane 12 times? <laughs> 12, 16 bro? Times. Can you even fly, bro? He builds sets, right? <laughs> sort of ironic you... that he's such a good pilot in Star Wars, and in real life he's been... <laughs> oh, but he's crashed, piss. like, every plane No, wait a minute. It's not that he's a bad pilot. It's just, I think he's just that he's getting old, and, and he gets kind of bad. Man, we are really dogging Harrison Ford. I'm sure he's I a love, lovely he's person. He's a great guy. <laughs> I mean, he's always been great whenever he's been around. I think he was just... He had been surrounded most of the night. He came to me though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. He might have been. Co- he might have been coming to you, thinking this is the one. This is the one kid that's not a nerd. I'm not kidding. Made, made, made me laugh. Like probably, if he hadn't approached me, I probably would have been too scared to go up to him yeah. because I knew he was getting like it's Harrison. You know, everybody's coming up to him and trying to take his picture, and yeah. I'm sure that's annoying. But like, maybe that's why he came up to you because he didn't approach. Well, I ruined it. And then you ruined that's it why by I asking everyone to sign this. Yeah, sure. Anyway. So do you I've, still have that favor? Oh, of course. Yeah, good. <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, you have been dying to tell a story about a certain tattoo you have. Can I finally tell this story? Sure. Okay. I believe we mentioned it in episode one that you had a story. Did we? Yeah, so nine okay. episodes later, we finally get to hear the legendary tattoo. This is my favorite story, I think, ever. So, several people who listen and who know me know that I have a very large tattoo on my left leg, and it is of Gandalf. And uh, below that, it has the inscription from the ring and everything. So, 
I went to New York City one Christmas. Becky and I went uh, to see a play on Broadway. It was uh, Waiting for Godot, and it starred none other than Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, and Charles Xavier and Magneto. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wanted, and I love Patrick Stewart too. So I wanted to go see him just to get a glimpse of my favorite character. It's a great show too. That too. So we watched the play and it was great. And I was, I was thrilled. I was over the moon just to have seen him. But you know, if you've ever been to a Broadway show, you know that sometimes people can wait by the back door and the people in the show will come out and sign autographs and all that. We waited out there in the snow in New York City, waiting for them to come out. And they finally did after forever. And they came through and they signed some things and all that. Well, they walked past me. And I thought, that's okay. That's fine. I'm still happy I saw him. Becky comes up to me and says, Did you tell him you have a tattoo of him on your leg? I said, well, no, I didn't get the chance to. She said, this is your chance. Probably your only chance. So I scooted up to the front of the little gate and I hollered out, I have you tattooed on my leg. And Ian McKellen stops everything he's doing. And he turns around and he makes eye contact with me. And I'm telling you, my heartbeat was like, (laughs) and he walks over to me and he says, do you really? (laughs) I said, yes, sir. He said, can I have a look at it? (laughs) Can you ever let me just prop my leg up here? So I roll up my pant leg and I'm, put my foot up on the little gate and Ian McKellen is looking at my tattoo. He touches my leg. He's like, you know, running his fingers up and down my leg, looking at the Gandalf on there. He looks at me and he's, he kind of laughs. He says, you're mad. I was like, no, I just love you. (laughs) And he said, Oh, it's very good. Where did you have it done? And I told him and, and, and that's, that was really about it because I thought I would faint after that. Yeah. Uh, no, he, he signed my program and we took a picture and we'll share that picture on, we will, on Facebook. we will yeah. indeed. And that was it. And I mean to tell you, I know he touched your leg, but you really need to shower that leg. You know, it's starts. I mean, it's <sighs> yeah, been a few I years. It's probably about time. I just, what if, what if Ian McKellen passes away tomorrow and, and I walks worth know? millions of dollars, <laughs> no. hack it off. Yeah, that's you my, you should have him sign I Gandalf. wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to, but I was starstruck. I was a mess, man. This he, and he is not him, and even him and uh, uh, Samwise are not the only fellowship members you've met. Um, I've met uh, Sean Astin, Ian McKellen, Billy Boyd, who's Pippin, and uh, you met John Ray's Davies. Gimli. I did. Yeah, he was a really nice guy, and he really took the time to talk to uh, Becky and myself. He was so interested in the fact that we were teachers and he talked about how much he appreciated that and how we have such an important job. And, and he, my most memorable thing, he, he said I was a handsome devil. He was impressed by my beard. He said, look at this handsome devil here. And I was like, oh, stop. Stop again, mate. <laughs> so he was great. But the Ian McKellen thing beats it up. Oh, think. yeah, absolutely. So I thought we would spend these last little bit, you know, telling some personal stories, maybe doing some Q&A, because we did have some questions, Um, but some of our favorite personal stories. Um, And I will start. Sure. Before meeting Josh Davis, before meeting this this co-host of mine, I was, we met in freshman year of college at Walter State. 
2007. Yes. We were in film and choir together. Yes. Um, I pride myself. Prided. Proud. Yeah. I don't know. You're an English I think it would be prided. Prided. Yeah. Used to pride. I used to pride (laughs) myself before meeting Josh (laughs) that I had never broken character before on stage. And up until then, I had done quite a few shows. School shows, community theater, stuff like that. Um, However, we did the show High School Musical 2, where I played Chad. And he played Mr. Fulton, the boss of the country club. And was this the last show? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a scene where we are finding out from Mr. Fulton that we're not allowed to participate in the talent show. We have to work instead. But he is, you know, having his strings pulled by Sharpay, the villainess character. And the last show, it's it's him standing in between me and my cousin Kyle, Stanifer, who played Scott, which is not in the movie. It's only in the stage play. And who did our intro music. Who did our intro music. Yes, our intro music, Kyle Stanifer. Yes. He was on the other side of Mr. Davis here. And so he throws in this stupid little line along with... You finish it. Well, I don't remember the line at all. The line is, it's not always singing and dancing, you know. And so when he's delivering the line, he does the... From High School Musical 1, we're all in this together dance. Yeah. I knew like two little moves from yes. it. And so I decided I'd, it's not yeah. all singing and I threw in a little little jig. And <laughs> it, it was a hit. It caused me and Kyle to just look at each other and just stifle a giggle. Yeah, there were a few people that were A few people were not expecting that. it. I was proud of that one. <laughs> we, I had never broken character before in my <laughs> life. Ugh. Yeah, that was that was uh, to say that a brotherhood was was created <laughs> those year, that year and the years before. Uh, brotherhood like none other exists. Um, all off breaking character. And You're welcome. A silly Disney musical. <laughs> I'm, glad but, it, I'm glad it was me. <laughs> I'm too. Because I'm going to punch if it was somebody else. <laughs> I was forgiving. Yeah. But, and it's crazy though, like ever since breaking that one time in 2009, that one show, now it's easy to make break character. Yeah. Now it's like the dam has been released yeah. and, you know, the seal has been broken. And <laughs> I break character so easily now. Um, so that's one funny story. <laughs> And you know, 30 and Nerdy Boys and me have been friends for so long, you got to sprinkle in something like that last story to just kind of mess with your friend, get them to crack up, because that's what it's all about, having fun and loving who you're with. And that's what makes the 30 and Nerdy Boys just so special, because they flow so well. And here, we're going to move on to the next segment. We're going to break down some games. And me, I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades in this nerd thing. I know a little bit about everything, but the 30 and Nerdy Boys, Tyler and Josh, they go deep, hard into the nerdlage. And that's what I tune in for because even on Star Wars, even on Harry Potter, they still teach me things to this day. And that's what I appreciate about you. 
And the first one, we're going to listen to the boys talk Harry Potter featuring Josh's beautiful wife, Becky. And then we're going to go into the Star Wars with our Jedi Master Peyton. Hope you enjoy these clips, guys. So for the first time ever, we're joined by the queen herself. I want to call her queen of the nerds, but she's not really too much of a nerd. No. <laughs> but she's enough of she's one. She's enough of one and she's married to me. So yeah. it's my wife Becky. Welcome to the show, Becky. Hey guys. So we're gonna play a little game. How's this gonna work? Well, um a couple of years ago I came across this website called Sporkle and it's this quiz site. Um and I mean it's just any quiz you can think of, but I found Harry Potter Minefield that I was immediately obsessed with. And um, the the game is you have to name the top fifty most named Harry Potter characters without getting one wrong. Because if you get one wrong, it starts you over. It starts the whole game over again. So not only do you have to think of the top fifty most named Harry Potter characters, you have to remember fifty of them. If you get one wrong, it starts over. So and you're timed. You're timed. Yeah. Um, One thing I would do is name one in one round. And then forget to put that one on my list the next round, and it's just crazy. So anyway, we're, we've got a modified version for you guys. So we're oh, gonna okay. do we're gonna do twenty. Not fifty. Okay, so twenty. Yeah. So it is the top one through twenty, the top twenty most named Harry Potter characters. Okay. Okay. So what we're gonna do? Okay, you guys are gonna take turns naming off a character. If it's on the list, you get a point. Not on the list, you just don't get a point for that round. Once all 20 are named, we'll count up who wins. And it better be Josh. Are you sleeping on the couch? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> and that's probably true. And just to be clear, like, even though she's married to me here, I, I do not have an unfair advantage. I have not seen the list. And earlier she started talking about it, and I was like, because I knew we were going to play. So I don't know any of the answers. So if I win, it's just because I'm that good. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? And if I win, it's because you're that bad. I guess that's what that means. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay, so you want to start with you? Sure. You ready? Becky? Yes. All right. I'm going to say Hagrid. Yes. Harry Potter. Yes. Uh, Hermione Granger. Yes. Hermione Granger. <laughs> That is incorrect. So, so we... You can't say the same ones. Okay. So Give me somebody different. Ron Weasley. Yes. Okay. Uh, Professor Snape. Yes. Professor Dumbledore. Yes. Um, Professor McGonagall. Yes. Draco Malfoy. Yes. Uh, uh, Neville Longbottom. Yes. Tom Riddle. Yes. Um, does that count as Voldemort? Yes. Okay, so I can't say Voldemort. No. Um, Sirius Black. Yes. Alistair Moody. Yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a lot harder than you would think. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. how about, how about... Um, I don't know. Uh, how about Molly Weasley? Yes. 
Professor Lupin. Yes. Oh. Um. Bellatrix? No. Oh. I'm pretty sure she's like 40. Oh, man. So you're a little off. Yeah. George Weasley. Yes! Oh. Fred Weasley. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lucius Malfoy. No. Nice. Yes. Um, did we say Neville already? Mm-hmm. Yes. You did. I did. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other kids. Ooh, what about uh, uh, Dean Thomas? No. Man. Ginny uh, Weasley. Yes. I think I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. Yeah, I think you are. <laughs> um, oh, man. Could it be... Did we say Jenny? I just did. You did? It's literally my last one I named. <laughs> I don't listen to you. Uh, <laughs> Arthur Weasley. Yes. Um, uh, uh, Filch. No. Hmm. So now we, we have three left, if okay. I have heard correctly. Number nine, number 18, and number 20. It's my turn. Yeah. Um. Nearly headless Nick. That's no. I take it back. I take it back. I didn't finish. Um. James Potter. You know, he's number forty-eight. If you believe it. Foiled That's again. Weird. Foiled. Um. And Lily, she didn't even make the list. That's blasphemous. It is. Um, did you say the other two? Uh, Professor Snape? You said. Yeah, I already said that. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pettigrew. Um, nope. Mm, uh, mm, um, um, Cornelius Fudge. Nope. Oh. He's pretty close, though. Wow. I didn't think about Fudge. Um, goodness gracious. Is Cho? Nope, she's at the bottom. Uncle Vernon? Yes, number 20. Petunia? Nope. Oh! She is 29. How is he 20 and she's the way? I don't know. Uh, Dudley. 24. Mm. Um. So we only have one left, right? Mm-mm. Two? Two. Okay. If, unless I missed it, I think you said a character close to this Well, one. I think I've miscounted then because I have nine for Tyler and ten for me. So maybe you guys did say this one. Can I just ask? Did you say Draco? Yes, he said that yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, then we're down to one. And one this more. Is that one that I told and you. And you have to get it to tie with me, otherwise, yeah. if I, I win. Um. This is. I know there's some people out there listening to this who are like huge, major Harry Potter people, and they're probably like, "Oh, I know That's it, I know it," and they're screaming no, it at us. No, because I'm a Potter person, and like you 30, 30 minutes ago, I had a hard time with this. I oh. Forgot. Cause I, but I mean, in all fairness, I was trying to to do the one through twenty, not all fifty. So how about how we do? How about we do this then? We what? give you two chances. What? 
to get this last one. And if you don't get it, then we call it, and she tells us who the last one is. Um, so I can just say my two? Yeah. Crab and Goyle. No, but they are on the list. But the top 50, not... I mean, okay. yeah, they're yeah. on the top 50. All right, so that means I win. Who's... Congratulations, me. Who's missing? Are you not going to get two extra chances? Well, I already win, though. I know, but I want to know if miss? you know the list. Who are we missing? I struggled to come up with the other ones. I'm going to be upset know. if it's um, who I'm... Uh, can you give me a hint? A professor. I lied. It's not a professor. Oh. It was at one point. This person was at one point. Is it... Uh, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that guy. Umbridge. Umbridge. I wanted to mention her, but... 18. I wanted How? to mention her, but she, she didn't come in till. And see, that's why five. I was thinking that it was... They, so who... She was 18, it. so who was 19 and 20? Uh, Moody was 19. Mm-hmm. And Vernon Dursley was... Um, she's mentioned 20. more than them? That's crazy. Once she's brought up, I bet she's like... Boom, yeah, boom, but boom, I mean, boom, just boom. think umbridge, about it. Umbridge, umbridge. All the fifth book... And then Six. she's yeah, and she was she's in the seventh one. Seventh, mm-hmm. yeah. When so they the broke into her ones. office, they had to break into her office. No, that was in the that was in seven. No. Yeah. Yeah. That was, they, they were they got the Horcrux out of her office. Yeah. Am yeah. I the only one who knows anything yeah. about Harry Potter? Sorry, I mean I, was I won just the game. About the time that they broke into the there's her office twice. at school. Yeah, there's twice that they've broken into her office. Her school office when she's headmistress, and then her. Um, Minister of Magic office. Mm-hmm. At the ministry. So she's yeah. mentioned a lot. I don't know if that she's present a lot. Well, she's a terrible, terrible human being. Well, thanks Which, for that, Beggy. Thanks for joining us. Fun. That was a fun game. Thanks for having me. And um, we'll call it we'll call it a, a win for me. Sure. <laughs> uh, we we should have made a bet on this. A slap bet? No. The next game. So if it's a slap bet, that means I get to slap you, right? If we had done it. Oh. Maybe the next time. Uh, I really want to move on to this game, Peyton. Okay. All right. So, as we know, there's a very, very, very famous line in every Star Wars movie. And you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Is it, um, I have a very bad feeling about this? Hey, you got it, buddy. That's it. So, the game here is, can you start, we're going to start at Star Wars. We're going to go in the order of release. Can you Can you name who said it? And why they said it. And some of them have two. So if you get one, at least one of the two, you'll get credit for it. But if you get okay. both, that's extra credit. Okay. All right, so let's start. Star Wars. A New Hope. Oh, who says it? Yeah, who says it and why do they say it? Luke Skywalker says it when they're being pulled into the tractor beam by the Death Star. Ding, ding. That's it. All right. Uh, do you know the second woo-hoo! one? The second one in that movie? Uh-huh. I think it's Han Solo when the trash compactor starts. You got it. Yay. All right. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Princess Leia in the Exogorth when the Minarchs start flying around. You got it. Return of the Jedi. Ooh, okay. I literally watched this last night, and I even said to my dad, hey, there it is. And, hey, there it is again. There's two. Um... 
Hang on, give me one second. No cheating. I'm not cheating. He's playing. <laughs> what he's doing is he's playing it backwards in his head. I am. <laughs> I'm trying to go scene by scene here. Let's see. Please. I want to Can you give me a little hint? Um, one of them is like opening scene of the movie. Oh, oh, um, C-3PO, uh, when they're heading to Jabba's palace. You got it? You know the second one? The second I one is, like... it's on Indoor. Indoor. Is it, is it when Han goes up to the scout troopers? Oh, no. But it is Han. So then is it Han when they get captured? By? The Stormtrooper. Oh, mm. the Ewoks. The Ewoks. You got it. All right. Let's do Phantom Menace. Goodness. Okay, this one. The prequels, you know, I don't watch on a Understandable. Uh, daily basis. Understandable. <laughs> so I'm going to need a hint. First, no, first line the of the first, movie. It's the first line that Obi-Wan says on... Yeah, the ship. He says, I have a very bad feeling about this. You got monster. it. Negotiations. Attack, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. It's... No, wait. Hold on, hold on. It's... Ooh. This one I do need a hint for. Um, Geonosis. This one I don't watch a lot. Geonosis. I know it's on Geonosis. Geonosis. Oh, oh. It's uh, when they're all on the hooks, or not the hooks, the chains, and the attack is about to happen. Who says it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. No. Oh, no. 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 Wait, 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 is it Anakin? It's... It is Anakin. Yeah, that's right. All right, Revenge of the Sith. We're coming to save you, Master. You're doing a fine job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> you have to admit the prequels have a few lines that are just actually really funny. Sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, Revenge of the Sith. I feel... Can you give me a little hint? Um, in space. Is it when Obi-Wan's ship gets its wings cut off and Obi-Wan says it? Yep. Huh? Hooray! Force Awakens. Force away! Oh gosh! Okay, okay. It would really have helped if I had. I, I haven't watched Force Awakens and Last Jedi yet in my marathon. I'm a little behind, so hold on. Let me think. Force Awakens. I think. Can you give me a hint? Um. It is not a new character who says it. Okay, then Han says it on the Irvana. And he says, I got a bad feeling about this. Just like that. <laughs> All right, and the the really tough one, The Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. This one is very interesting because we don't truly know if it's said. We think it's said when Chewbacca is about to jettison Rey to um, the supremacy. Mm, that is not... That is not what my research tells me. Oh, then is it when BB-8 in the beginning? You got it, buddy. Very good. So you got most of them. A little uh, had to have a little help here and there, but you did very well, and I know you would. So I got all of the original trilogy. Congratulations, you win 
My respect. <laughs> <laughs> he win bragging rights. And for me, that was very impressive because I don't think I could name half of those things. So good job, guys. And I wonder if they know who said the line in the new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker movie. Huh? Do you know? Pause for reflection. And we're back. And so the next segment we have... Okay. Uh, but I'm not on it. Uh, uh, no, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. So the next segment, guys, is actually what I came up with. That's that's my segment. This is It's the rant section. So the boys... Even though they give me a hard time about everything, you know, I'm still waiting for my Game of Thrones Season 8 episode. I don't think Josh wants to touch that, but these boys are going to do some ranting, and I'll be back right after to see if I agree or not. We're going to see what irks our boys, what irks Tyler and Josh, what are they complaining about? I don't know these clips yet, but I'm thinking T-Mac might have a problem with the new Batman. I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, uh, speaking of bats, there was some other news uh, that I, I saw this week. Do you want to talk about that? Mm. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. I yeah, mean, you yeah, look yeah. like you look like you want to say something. No. I think you do. Hey, why don't you just let everybody know this is the this is what this is for. This is like our nerd therapy. Tell us what's on your mind about the news, about the possible mm. casting of Batman. I want to know. Okay. Here's the thing. Just because he played a freaking vampire oh. does not mean now he needs to play a bat. And I understand. I have friends out there who are like... But he got so much better at acting. I don't care. He'll forever be known as Edward. Robert Pattinson is the ultimate front runner. Like apparently we're within weeks of getting a contract signed for to be the new Bruce Wayne hyphen Batman in the film universe. Now if and in all honesty, look I mean, I'm not going to act like I have an entire testimony about this thing typed up on my phone (laughs) on why this is a problem. (laughs) Thinking about it, it's actually fairly predictable. Batman has rarely been cast well. Keaton was an odd choice that actually worked. But, come on. Kilmer, Clooney, and even Batfleck. I didn't hate him. But I've never really loved Ben Affleck's acting. Pattinson's just the latest in a long line of bad casting. Sure, Bruce needs to have some chops as an actor to show conflict, love, hate, sadness, betrayal, purpose. I could act well enough to portray all those, but I wouldn't be casted because there's a look, a feel, a science to casting, a live-action superhero. You have source material, a fandom that you do not want to piss off, which DC's been doing a lot of lately. But Doughy Eyes is not Batman. Do I want him to prove me wrong? Absolutely. Rob, if you're listening, please prove me wrong. I'm sure he is. Of course he is. Do I... 
However, I believe there are too many good casting choices that were passed up. And here are mine. Um, well, I do think that he could be maybe a Jason Todd. I could see him as a Jason Todd. Okay. Um, I could see him as a Hal Jordan, maybe. I don't know a lot about Hal. He's not my favorite lantern. But, I mean, I'll just throw out a few names. John Hamm would have been a better choice. Jensen Ackles would have been a better choice. He would have been a great choice. He'd have been a fantastic choice. Mm. And with Supernatural ending, it was the perfect time to get him. Mm -hmm. I would have been a better choice. This new dog that you just got would have been a better choice. Jack. Jack would have been a better choice. Kit Harrington. I mean, come on. Anybody could have been a better choice. I've seen him in a couple of other things since the Twilight Saga. Sure, he can act. But there's just... There's something that has to be there. Look at how many failed casting we've had. Not just in DC, but in Marvel as well. I mean, there's hits and there's misses. And I truly feel... And and here's the thing. I'm a bat snob. I really am. I'm very hard to impress when it comes to Batman. I've never been truly impressed and overwhelmingly love a bat cast since Kevin Conroy voiced the cartoon and the video games. That's the best Batman in my eyes. DC, listen. I know you're listening. I'm a DC guy, and you have been pissing me off more than anything lately. You are the reason Marvel's kicking our butts. Your casting choices. What's next is, what's her face? I can't act my way out of the paper bag. Gonna be Catwoman? What's her name? Played Bella? Kristen Stewart? Sure. Oh. Kristen Stewart. Is she gonna be Catwoman? Is 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 the other one uh, gonna be Robin? Is this just gonna be a big reunion? I mean, I I don't want to spend all time on this. We'll discuss it at a later date as we get closer. Maybe we can see when we start because this isn't coming out until like twenty twenty. So sure, I'm a little pissed off. And I understand there are people out there defending him. I mean, you defended Batfleck to me. I wasn't entirely wrong. You weren't entirely wrong. But this is awful, and I'm a little pissed off about it. But I'm going to leave it there. Do you feel feel better? I feel a little little better. So, just a little. Just because he was in Twilight, though, man, doesn't mean that he's... You don't know. I mean, what if he what if he blows you away? What if he's the best Batman ever? I'll publicly apologize to him. Yeah? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. You know, I always try to look on the bright side. I'm not seeing this one, you know? I, I just don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe it. You never know, though. Yeah. You never know. I mean, I feel like he's going to have a lot of what the kids today call chasing gains. He's going to have to beef up to be hey, Batman. Uh, Chris Pratt did it. To be Star Lord, yeah, yeah, he, you know, he he went from being Andy and Parks and Rec to Star Lord. So, can I can I go back to Rise of the Skywalker just for a second? Yeah. How much footage? Because a lot of that trailer was 
old stuff. Yeah. Little clips of things. There was a voiceover. New stuff for the new movie, probably what, 20 seconds or so? If that. If that. Well, don't you know, of course, the trolls on the internet lost their minds. Ugh, this looks terrible. This looks so stupid. Poop emoji, poop emoji. How do you know it looks bad? There's 20 seconds of the movie and no dialogue other than a voiceover. Do How do you know? sound like Beavis? Yes. Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> um... It oh, just no, I, frustrates me so I bad. Like, absolutely agree with you. What do are you not know? How do you know that that is criticism for the sake of criticism? Oh yeah. And that's it. That's all there is to it. It's like, uh, you know what? Don't go see it then. Don't go see it. And like you've told me before, oh that's you shouldn't you know say that as a defense. But seriously, there's literally nothing that these people can do. There is nothing they can put in these movies. I've said before, like they could. They could raise Carrie Fisher from the dead. People would still be like, oh, uh, Princess Leia shouldn't be in any more movies. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. They're going to complain no matter what. And I'm like, I'm sorry. If you're that jaded about Star Wars, then don't go see it. Yeah, but at the same, at the, at the end of the day, you've got to have the jaded people. I don't have to have Jack no, you crap. Don't have to ha- you don't have to have them, but you're going like, to I have I understand, them. okay, people weren't crazy about... And, like, Logan even said... And I, I can respect this. He's like, you know, I was disappointed in the last two, so I'm not going to get hyped about it. Okay, that's fine. That's a mentality I, I, I can respect. I get that. Yeah. Oh, it looks but terrible. Don't, don't down it with 20 seconds of footage. <sighs> I'm sorry. I've, been, I've I just got a text from my wife. Why are you yelling down there? Because I'm heated. I'm heated, Rebecca. <laughs> the trolls, they, they get me this way. So, in 12 minutes, he did what these these villains have not done in two movies, for me. But also think, that was 1977, that was the first time we've seen Star Wars, now everyone has this yeah. expectation that it's, it's, it's not going to be met again. Listen, people, okay, boomers, you are never going to get the same type of Star Wars that you got in 1977 and, and all the originals, okay? I lo- those are my Star Wars too. We talked about that last week. Those are mine too, okay? I I love those. They yeah, are got, so, so close to my heart. Crappy prequels. And I, yeah, okay, but it's never going to be like that again. It's a totally different time. Movies are made differently. The feel is going to be different. That, And that's all there is to it. it if you go in expecting, this is going to be like 1977 Star Wars, you're wrong. You might as well get up and walk out right before it even starts. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to the people who are who already hate Rise of Skywalker before they've even seen it, what are you thinking? Like, why don't you just let the rest of us enjoy it and you can just not go see it? If you're, if you're that jaded about star wars at this point and i'm sorry disney didn't ruin star wars you ruined star wars for yourself because of oh, your truth bombs you know and that's that's <laughs> that's how i feel about that and breathe in and exhale see doesn't it feel so good to rant i'm not an unhappy person but sometimes you gotta let fox know you gotta let X-Men know. It's enough. We've had enough. Go back over to Marvel. Where you belong. But I digress. We're moving right along. And moving right along to what you put in the $70 pre-order for. What you get the steel book for. Why you get the extra set of DVDs to look 
behind the scenes. We're going to move along to some of the clips that didn't make it in the 2019 year, and we're going to show you behind the curtain. Everybody want to look behind the curtain, want to see Oz's face, but doesn't want to walk the yellow brick road. Well, you don't have to walk the brick road because we're bringing it right to you. And these are the clips from the 30 and Nerdy Boys that you didn't get to see through the year, and I hope you enjoy these special features. I've even heard tell tell that Ezra Miller's gone is out as the Flash. It's kind of a shame. It is a shame, but at the same time, I can't say I was a huge fan of his Barry Allen, and I think that's because uh, Grant Gustin's killed it on TV as Barry Allen. I love Grant Gustin, but I liked that they really played up the wise-cracking side of the Flash with yes. Ezra Miller. Version. Yeah. Grant Gustin's a little pouty sometimes. Sad. Coming broody. into his own. Broody. And I think they made him broody because Oliver Queen and Arrow, what they were known for doing. Broody. Well, the, the shows have a little... There's there's a side of like drama yeah. to it. And when you have Cisco, you don't really need Barry to be the comic relief. Exactly. He's the main hero in Justice League. Who makes mistakes? He's not the main hero. No. He can be the, the wisecracking, you know, the Flash. side character. Yeah, exactly. But if the Flash is your hero, I think he has to be... He has to wear Not the, that a hero can't be funny. He has because, to wear the decisions he's making. Yeah. Uh, exactly. But that's that's why Cisco is there for the comic exactly. relief, I yeah. think. So, it makes but, it different. Despite who the who the characters are, who the actors and actresses are, apparently we're still, from what I've read, we're still on track with a DCEU. There will be another Justice League, um, and we really still don't know about Cavill as Superman. But I'm guessing if there is another Justice League, we will see Zachary Levi as. Why Shazam. would you give that up? I don't know. Why? You know, Superman. I don't like Superman one bit, but he is like the quintessential superhero. He's like the original superhero. You know? Yeah, exactly. What? Why would you give that up? That's a. That's literally a once in a lifetime opportunity for someone. It is. And maybe you know the money just wasn't worth it to him. And maybe not. For some reason, maybe. Maybe Gal Gadot has really stinky farts or something. I don't know. And he just couldn't handle it. So <laughs> he, he gave couldn't. it up. It's like, you know what? I'd rather stay at home on the couch and not have to spend 29 hours a day in the gym and smell Gal Gadot's stinky farts. I probably wouldn't mind to smell I'm sorry. Farts. I don't care if they smell bad. Gal Gadot is... I'd probably snort her dandruff. I would drink her bath water. So, but anyway... Are we talking about Shazam or are we talking about... Gal Gadot. I mean, okay. we can easily... Can I talk it. about the thing that bothered me about Shazam? Sure. The thing that I kept... I don't know. I, I am. What you have to know about me is that I am certified OCD. Yes. And if something starts to bother me, I have a really hard time just letting, letting it, go. it go. And the thing that bugged me about Shazam was that... Okay, you have Billy Batson, the kid, mm-hmm. and it, the, the kid did a great job. Mm, yeah, he was a great Billy. Then you have Zachary Levi, Shazam. Yeah. Same person, right? Just a different body. Yeah. 
There was such a huge difference in the personality of the two. When he became Shazam, you know, he was funny and sarcastic and charming and he had he was quick-witted and all Giddy. this stuff. Yeah. But Billy Batson, although he's the same person, it was far less. Are you talking about like even after he's become Shazam when he goes anytime back, he was yeah when he go back to being Billy he's still cynical and kind of a kind of no um, but no no because Shazam there were time there were times when Shazam was too but the the funny moments the 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 wisecracks and the quick yeah. wit that was the primary aspect of his character that we saw. Well, I almost have two reasonings, I think. One, okay, three. One is a given. That's how it is in the comics and in the any animated, animated series they make is uh, is Billy's kind of a tool when he's a kid, even after being Shazam. And then when he's Shazam, he's boom. He's, he's giddy and joking and, all right, man, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think a big reasoning to that is when he Shazam, maybe he doesn't, he does feel, and he is bulletproof, but he More feels confident. impenetrable. And I confident. can agree with that. But, but then when he's back to being Billy, he's turned cynical and kind of toolbag again and, and a smartass because he's back to being Billy. And he, when he's back to being Billy, it's almost like he's reminded, oh yeah, my life sucks. You know, my mom... I don't have, you know. Yeah. Blah, blah, I, blah. I mean, sure, I can understand that, but if you think about the moment he became Shazam, you think everything was like changed. he went before he real before he knew what he was doing. He was still cracking jokes. He yeah. there. He was still funny. Black it was hands. that was existent right from the get go. Yeah. So, eh, you know. For me, that for me, it didn't work. So that's your biggest critique. That's my only critique, to be yeah, honest with you. Okay. If if I watch it again and try to and go in knowing that I feel that way, maybe I'll notice something that that makes it okay. Like okay, it makes sense why he does it this way, why he acts that way, or it could be worse. I don't know. But I'll definitely see it again. But Absolutely. that was the only that was the only thing that I I left saying. Eh. But the rest of it, man, I thought it was spot on. For me, it gets a like a nine out of ten. Absolutely. But he's he's that giddy, lighthearted. He's a kid, and Zachary Levi grasped that and mm-hmm. took that. And I was worried about bringing just as much as I was worried about Harley Quinn coming to the live action, but she killed it. Great performance. Mm-hmm. He he killed it. He knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, I loved the giddiness and the oh, like especially it was like oh, you're a supervillain. Like you get that whole aspect of I'm new at I'm this. I'm trying to figure you out know? what I'm supposed to do. I'm figuring this out as I go. I've seen this on TV. I've <laughs> yeah. seen Superman do this. Yeah, exactly. You know, especially like when he picks up the Batman, which that was a Kevin Conroy voice. Nope. It wasn't? Nope. It was uh, one of the, uh, like a sound engineer on the movie. Who just said, I'm Batman. Dang it. Was not Kevin He Conner. sounded like him. And he was said, not. get him, Batman. 
I mean, even that, picking up the Get Him Batman toy, that's Shazam. I mean, that is a quintessential, like, oh, man, oh, crap, I don't know what I'm yeah, doing yeah. type of thing. Because he did, you know, just come into this. You know, and it's I love when he's in the Shazam moment and doc, uh, the doctor looks at him and says, how old are you? I'm basically 15. And it's like, but he's in this body of this grown adult, yeah. muscles, cape, everything. I'm basically 15. Those qualities of the inner kid exactly. really were shining through. And I, I just loved it. Um, um, I listened to a podcast earlier this week uh, criticizing it a little bit, saying it was for children. You know, and like they didn't understand it. These guys really don't understand film. Oh, no. And they were just like, well, you know, it was like if you're going to bring a kid to a superhero film, they also have this opinion that our superhero genre should not be allowed. It should be as brutal as the comics. And it should be age appropriate. And it should be for us. They're, they're very, they're very fascist in their comic belief. But. He made he joked about it and he made fun of it. He's like, "It was a kitty." It's Shazam, idiot. You know, it's it's allowed to be. It was exactly what it needed it's to be. Exactly what it needed to be. No matter what age you are, right. it was great. Like I said, we're thirty, and we loved it. I would be any age, and I would love it because exactly. I I I have a. My inner inner child will uh, always stay with me as well. I think so. Uh, didn't matter to me. Didn't make a difference. I went in with, you know, I I went in expecting it would be pretty good, because Zachary Levi. Uh, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than than I actually expected that I would. I think the real question here is, what in the hell does the foster dad do as a job? That they can support six foster kids. Was it six? <laughs> six Five or six kids. foster kids. They've got this big giant house and this house full of kids. Uh, exactly. What do they do? We don't know. Does what the government either... send them a check that big? Because I'll take well, some superhero foster kids <laughs> any day. Well, this, the dad, the foster dad, is from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's What's King his... Ezekiel's little right hand man, uh, the comedian with the axe. Um, I'm so out of the loop on The Walking Dead yeah, nowadays, so I, mean, I don't remember what his name you was. You know, but. it's just been different. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that's that's a good question. Like, I would have at least liked to have known what the parents do. I guess that's the other thing that bothered me. Like, what the heck? What are you doing in Philly, of all places? Can you? Spencer how are you place. having it? And he was a foster kid, too. And they were both foster kids. How, you know, you're very successful, right? apparently. Maybe he patented some amazing doohickey that Wayne bought from him. Maybe. I mean, you almost have to to have Quite six, six kids in the house, and three or four of them were teenagers, and one of them was applying for colleges and all yes. that. Yes. So got into I don't a remember. really good college. I can't remember the college, but got in. <laughs> And you know, nerds, what goes really well with some special features, deleted scenes? You guessed it right. The blooper reel. Here at 30 and Nerdy, we have a lot of hijinks. We have a lot of fun. We have one take, two takes, three takes, four takes, five takes, six takes, seven takes. 
No, nah, I'm just kidding. But that's a little Austin 316 reference right there. What? But the boys, they have a bunch of fun. I have a bunch of fun with the 30 and 30 boys. And here is some of the best moments of just us cutting up and hanging out. And I hope you enjoy the laughs as much as we enjoyed giving them to you. So there's this epic 80s poolside scene. First off, public pools. I mean, those are a thing of the past now. There's so many people in those pools. I would yeah, not want to be there. You know, like when we were, even though we have a pool, um, you know, mom had this summer program that she ran for special education. And every Tuesday and Thursday, we went to Panther Creek, which had a big, huge, mm-hmm. massive public pool. And I just had always had issues because somehow, some way, every time I'd get in that pool, I'd find a band aid floating near me. Oh, and it was no. And and there's like one of my biggest, and I'm trying not to gag. Pet peeves is like wet tissues and wet napkins. (laughs) It's disgusting. So you had moist band aids. (laughs) Stop! Don't ever do that again. Never (laughs) do that. Oh gosh. We need a Zach. We need a we need a hat that says hashtag moist no. bandage. Oh god! Oh no! Oh, he's gonna do it now. I know yeah, it. He's he gonna do to. it now. He'll do. It. That's oh, gonna be god. the number one bestseller, bestseller on the shop. Moist bandage. Oh god! <laughs> as long as it has the thirty and thirty logo. Branding. Oh my goodness, we so, gotta get control of this thing. Oh man. Uh, speaking of of Tony, his presence was almost ubiquitous in this movie. It was just everywhere. It, it, even you know in Venice and Prague or wherever they were all the times. There's graffiti paintings of of Tony on the walls and the you know the thing with the glasses we already talked about and Happy being there and they're using one of the jets still. I love that after the heroic end that he had in Endgame, we still see like the memory of Tony. He's not forgotten. We see the impact that he had on the world, you know, and they oh, didn't yeah. forget that. And, and are you not impressed with that word I just used? I'm waiting on you to say something. Ubiquitous. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's, that's good. Thank you. I mean, grief. you're an English teacher. Well, I hope you know those kind of words. Just <laughs> trying to trying to get my dues here. You know. Second one: Snape's Patronus did not turn into a doe until after Lily died. I didn't know that. What What did his Patronus look like before her? Then no clue. Hmm. What would your Patronus be? Um, probably a sloth. <laughs> yeah, Probably I can because, see it. Because my mom and dad are always saying, "Like, how do you move like a sloth? Let's go, let's go." Yeah. And not like, I don't know. I would like to. I would like to say that my Patronus would be a white tiger. Why? Mysterious and ferocious at the same time. Oh, I uh, totally see it. <laughs> not, not so much really. <laughs> I don't know. I think mine would have to be some sort of really like excitable, like and like a monkey or a little puppy or something like, um, just like that. Because I'm like super ADHD. Yeah, and, you know. Sometimes people tell me like, "Oh, you're like a like a squirrel. you know, a little dog and a squirrel." You know. Sometimes hey, so maybe my real one would probably be like a panda bear. 
Oh, because they're big and cute? Yeah. Well, I guess I think you're pretty cute sometimes. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, there was also Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Weird. Very weird show. <laughs> like, disturbing weird sometimes. Because it's like earlier you talked about it showed nasty things. Like, yeah, it was hairs kinda gross. on a pimple. Yeah. And they'd zoom in on, like, Ren's pimple and it'd be all disgusting and it'd have like a nuclear factory probably, coming yeah, out of it and <laughs> it'd probably be oozy yes. and like steam coming yes. off of it it's just yeah. nasty just weird and sometimes you know if you weren't careful you'd have a moist band-aid <coughs> oh oh god i knew i would find a way to sneak that in again oh someday my god. yes <laughs> But that is something you would have seen on a 90s Nickelodeon cartoon, am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Don't oh, die. That's there. awful. Uh, it's true. <laughs> um, God, you threw me off there. Uh, uh, I, need a, I need water. <laughs> and then my wife likes to watch, like, you know the shows about the botched surgeries and, yeah. like... These two plastic surgeon dudes are in LA, and these people come in and they've they had fix these stuff. terrible plastic surgery yeah, they fix it. disasters, and they try to fix it, mm-hmm. and it just grosses me out. And like my six hundred pound life, and all these murder shows. Sometimes I wonder if she's trying to plan like <laughs> something. If How something to get bad happens to me, you need to look into this because okay. she. I'm just. I'm totally kidding. But she watches <laughs> these shows like Snapped and all that, and she loves that stuff. You know, fun fact. I was in an episode of Snapped. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Homicide Hunter. So, and their ratings are out the roof. <laughs> and well, why they are they, they are now. I mean, they really... <laughs> they, were, they were drowning. They've hit their peak at this point, and it's all thanks to you. But I talked to one of the directors when I was on the episode, and he said that... Um, their viewership is astronomically more women from 25 to 45 outweighs men like crazy. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I believe I, it. I don't know why, but like women love these shows. And I was like, because they're planning. Yeah, and my wife's friends <laughs> like it too. And I'm like, why do you... Because they're, they're taking notes. Like, well, and then like if I'm away from home or something... Then she's, she's freaked all out. She's like, oh... Hurry home. I'm scared to be by myself. I'm like, well, then don't watch Ted Bundy movies, you know? Like, what, what do you what do you think is going to happen? So, you need to watch Fern anyway. Gully or something. <laughs> Stop this is why it. we watch The Office before bed. Exactly. So. We were out to eat at Texas Roadhouse, and i got to tell you this story. Um, we are talking about different people's birthdays. Because, like, there, at the same time we were celebrating Brant's, there was probably 12 other people's birthday going on. Or they just wanted the free thing. Yeah, or they just wanted the free thing in the song. Um, so we're talking about each other's birthdays, and my buddy Andrew Alder is sitting beside me, and he's trying to guess my birthday and you know, February, August. And he's just getting it wrong, and finally he gets April right, and he just starts saying one, two, three, four. And then he... Great guess. <laughs> Went to like 15 or something, and I just looked at him. I think Madison, my girlfriend, mouthed it to him, but he said, oh, the 10th. And then uh, she says, mine's Star Wars Day. And just without missing a beat, he goes, May 1st? 
and I hit the floor. I was just like, oh. I had I had a nerd explosion in my head. I mean, my my brain blew up. I just freaked out for like ten seconds and I had this stroke. And he just goes, "I'm just playing with you, man. It's May the fourth. I know that. That's awesome." I was just like, "Dude, you." You almost just had the full wrath of the nerd nation well, come after you. You certainly don't want to have a nerd no, explosion. No, you don't want a nerd explosion. That sounds dangerous. It was painful, but I mean, it, it was it was funny afterwards. You know, everybody laughed, and uh, I said, "I'm I'm bringing that up on the episode." You remember that scene in the office when Jim was trying to get a rise out of Dwight, and he was talking like he kept mixing up Star Trek and Harry Potter yes. and Star Wars yes. and Lord of the Rings and stuff and like Battlestar Galactica yeah. and all that. Yes. He was trying to see if he could get a rise out of him. I mean, he, he did it. <laughs> he he wow. succeeded. I about came out that chair. <laughs> I would have too. God, can you imagine if I'd been there? Oh, man, if you'd have been there, you'd have been like, uh, son, uh, you better <laughs> pack a lunch because I'm taking you to school. <laughs> so, uh, number five, dank. <laughs> it's a funny... <laughs> like Dankenstein. <laughs> Dank Sinatra. <laughs> Why do you do this to me? Dank and beans. <laughs> Dankosaurus, right? Dankosaurus. Oh, my. Count Dankula. <laughs> that basically, it means excellent. Like, oh, man, did you catch that movie the other day? It was so dank, yo. I didn't use that word in the night. Not once. Because every time I hear the word dank, I think it smells bad. It's something yeah. that smells dank. Ugh. Number six. <laughs> dank William Sr. <laughs> and Jr. And Jr. Oh, gosh. You know, last week we talked about our funniest moments. You know, we talked Logan liked the rat hitting the button that brought Ant-Man into the Back in our world, and uh, rats can be heroes too. They can, uh, especially if you're a Ninja Turtle fan. Maybe they'll make that rat one of the Avengers. Wouldn't you say that's a great idea? Great idea. You're just looking for an excuse to push the button. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So it wasn't me. It's just when you say when you say the Avengers. It's like magic, and it just happens, and you hear it, and it gets you excited oh. about the Avengers. Okay, 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 I guess. Well, I would love to see the play. Um, it's like... I think Don't they do the play in two parts? It is, it's in two parts. I actually, in New York the other day, on my way to Waitress, I walked past the theater. Yeah. And... It was a chaos? It was. was it mayhem? It was mayhem. <laughs> the line... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Is this Professor McGonagall? Is that you? <laughs> I'm sorry, I won't be late to class again. Transfiguration. <laughs> oh, I boy. hate that cat. Me too. Uh, and but with Jack Black, though, you know, he would have to incorporate his his Jack Black thing, where he does his <laughs> you know, he does his little music uh, guitar runs and things. Could you see? Couldn't you see him as like? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. It'd be funny. Yeah. So we have a contest that is in full force. Yeah. It is called the Hot and Nerdy Contest. And it is from Kind of like me. Sure. 
Wow. <laughs> God. I'm more mad that I didn't think about that. Snooze you lose, pal. Dang. Yes. So, how's your week been? Great, man. Um, <clears throat> but I gotta tell you, I, f- I feel 30 for the first time, really. really. I've never felt so old and out of touch with, you know, the... Your body. No. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> but, um, like... Well, I wasn't going to say, but you look like you feel 30 today. Thanks, man. I'm, <laughs> my story has nothing to do with that. Jeez. Uh, why don't we move on to your favorite segment? Let's do it. And it's called... Whatcha what? I gotcha. <laughs> you just ruined the whole thing. I've been waiting for when should I do this? What episode should I do this on? Like get him in get him in the zone of like it's this regular thing and then pull the carpet out from under you. I don't even know if I can continue. <laughs> Alright, so let's uh get on with your favorite segment and it is called I'm 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 gonna do it. Ready? Yeah. What, what you watching? watching. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, talk. Oh, talk about what you're watching. Well, and we also haven't mentioned the terrible zombie movies that are on Netflix. Like Zombie Avalanche, Zombievers, <laughs> Zombie Strippers. I'm stuff sorry. Like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold up. Back, well, hold up. Back up. Did you just say zombie beavers? Zombievers. Zombievers? Yes. Is this a real thing? Or it's you a just, Netflix movie. Are you being facetious? I'm not being facetious. I'm definitely not being nerdcetious. But it's zombievers. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, you'll have to look Next at Next week, what you watching? <laughs> zombievers. Zombievers. It's so weird. You heard it here, I've folks. not seen it. We really should watch it. I've got time now, man. So... We'll just binge terrible zombie shows. We can try. I have a I have a feeling we won't make it very far before no. I there give are, up. There are seriously some terrible zombies. You have a lot more patience for nonsense than I do. I, I don't really know do. that I can handle it. So really we'll do. we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. Alright, so nerd out is to overindulge about something within the nerd culture. Uh example, if you really want to see Tyler nerd out, just tell him you watch Supernatural. Because then I will, I will go on this crazy like, oh, and and what about this episode? And did you did you know this? Did you know this? And did uh, you know that this actor was in? This yeah, same did you know that this actor times? was also this? <laughs> yeah, yeah mm-hmm. uh, it's it's supernatural is a weakness of mine. But you know, if somebody were to say something about Spider Man to you, or do you watch The Boys? <laughs> yeah, man. I hey, watch the boys. If you haven't seen The Boys, you better watch you the, boys. Watch the Boys because that's coming up. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, uh, but no, for real. Like with Supernatural, though, you're like we're watching something. You're like, hey, you see that third extra from the left <laughs> over there? He played uh, Stephen on Supernatural season five, episode thirteen, five minutes and ten seconds in. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty much not even exaggerating. Not exaggerating, not one bit. <laughs> And it is fantastic to be joined by my co-host, the... <laughs> Your what? Co-host. Co-host and uh, cohort together. Ah. Co-host. Look at you. My co-host, um, he is the... Co-host J- with the Merst. Ooh, I like that. I don't know that I like it. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Continue. We'll put it We'll put it to a vote. <laughs> okay, whatever. Jury, we'll let the jury decide. <laughs> 
I'm a guy that loves to laugh, and that was awesome. I can watch blooper reels four hours on YouTube. I can listen to these guys have blooper reels four hours. And guys, now that we're drawing to a close, I just want to say again, thank you so much for supporting the 30 and Nerdy Boys and the crew. Uh, this year, 2019 has been super awesome. The boys have got to experience a lot of good things through this podcast with the live shows and just meeting people, uh, making new friends, and really from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much. Thank you so much for letting me do this episode as well. I really appreciate being a part of it, and thank you for letting me to come into your podcast and speak to you for a little bit. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this best of 2019, and right now, we're going to get to the fan-voted best episode of the year. This has been going on for a while with the uh, 30 and Nerdy uh, Facebook and all the social media sites, and it broke down, I think, into about two or three episodes fighting for it, and we have a winner now and josh please roll the drum sir and the winner of the fan voted favorite episode is nerding in the 90s new number one nerding in the 90s thank you guys for all your votes thank you guys for all the love and support that you showed 30 and nerdy through 2019 and stay tuned for 2020 because it's going to be a spectacular year in the nerd nation if you're on social medias your facebook's your twitters your instagrams make sure you check out the guys and their new january lineup it's already dropped me personally, I'm looking forward to that Superman episode dropping. Again, guys, thank you for all the love and support that you showed my boys in 2019. Make sure to follow it up in 2020 and check out, subscribe, leave that five-star rating. And thank you so much, guys. Happy New Year's and catch you on the flip side, nerds. I had a nerd explosion.